Welcome to another inspirational message from the chapel. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information, check out our website, thechapelcollective.com.au. So excited. I love Moana. Has anybody in here seen Moana? Yes. Yes, it's such a good movie. Um, But before I jump in, I just really want to pray. I really want to pray for this word. I pray that it will speak to you. Um, So God, thank you. Thank you so much, Lord, that you choose to speak to us and through us. And God, I pray that, God, if we get anything out of today, Lord, that we would know that you call us, that you call us, Lord. Would we answer that call? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So really quickly, I'm going to go through a few characters, but before I do that, I have to make a disclaimer. We do not believe that you can come back as a stingray. We also do not believe in demigods, and we also um, do not believe that islands can become volcanic demons. Okay? So I just want to, I just want to lay that out there. Okay? Um, So we have some incredible characters that we're going to talk about. Obviously, Moana. She is awesome. She is this young teenage girl on the Pacific Islands. And she is and doesn't know that she is going to grow up to be a chief one day. That is her dad's greatest excitement. And then we have a demigod who is um, kind of this friend of Moana but he's also kind of annoying, and he needs to be a part of the journey to complete the task. We have the grandma, who's one of my favorite characters. She is, I am the village crazy lady. That's what she calls herself. We have Tefiti, which is this beautiful island, and then we have Taka, and Taka is, um, Taka's heart was stolen, and so what happens is, Tefiti is actually Taka, fun fact, if you didn't know that, and becomes this destructive lava demon. And so we see that from the beginning, there is a task at hand that Moana is going to grow to be a police chief. But the one rule that this ocean has is that you may not leave the island. It is the only rule that keeps them safe. And because of that, it's the struggle that Moana has because she is called to that ocean. And we're going to watch a clip in just a second of the start of that. Um, but we, we know that there is one person from the ancestry that they say is going to restore the heart, that they are the chosen person. And surprise, of course, that is Moana. And that is the storyline that we're going to be talking about today. So let's go ahead and watch this first clip of Moana meeting the ocean. So cute. I love her little voice, her little um, voice. But the first thing we learn from this is point number one, that God calls us. And if we look at the ocean, that ocean is to represent God. It's the Holy Spirit. From this little age, this Moana is being drawn and called to this ocean. But our scripture says in Jeremiah 1.5, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So you and I were born with approval. We were born with a job to do, and God appointed us. But long before we see little Moana, God did that for us. I love that in this scene we see Moana, and she is, I almost was looking at the turtle, and it's like, maybe that's Moana. You know, she's trapped behind that little um, portion. She can't go out into the ocean. 
and she helps that little turtle get back out into the water. But you know what? We see that the characteristic of who Moana is, is she is a helper. She's a rescuer. And that was what was used in this story. And the nature of who you are and who God calls you to be is what he uses to outwork the plans and purposes that God has for you. And I love that um, she was drawn to the ocean and it, and it just made this path for her to walk in. That looked like It was like this cute little chat that the ocean and her were having and this, this interaction from the beginning that plays such a significance in the completion of her journey. And you know, you and I both have purposes and adventures that we don't have to sail across the ocean for. We actually, when we say yes to Jesus Christ, we are called to things like forgiveness, like loving one another, the fun one, laying down our life for one another, repentance, and we don't have to have a you know, Disney movie made after us, but these are incredible things, and why do you think God asks us to do that? Because it helps us get to where we're going. It helps us get to where we need, and you know what? Um, the thing about God, too, is that he wants us to be fulfilled, because if we're just complaining about our life, we're not going to be very effective, right? So all of us have a part to play. And it's a connection um, that God wants to use for his kingdom, for his glory, and for his good. God calls us. Before we're, before we're formed, God calls us. He uses our desires, and he uses our passions, and he uses our wiring. But before we kind of get to need to do that, we also need to realize that there is timing for that. Timing is everything. Moana, in the next few scenes, she's training to be a chief. The coconuts crack. There is, like, disgustingness in it. They're dying. The trees are dying. And she's like, Dad, I have the best idea. Let's go out into the ocean and let's go fishing. And he says, no, that is absolutely terrible. You are not doing that. You cannot do that. But yet, she knows that that's the solution and the pull that she has. And she does it. She disobeys her dad. And what does she do? She crashes. She crashes, and she doesn't make it out. But in this next scene, we're going to see something really, really different. And I love that um, we see that the ocean goes with her this time. Her mom was also not on board with her to go out. And we see this approval of her mom even just realizing, okay, you, you actually need to go. Moana's grandma, again, is my favorite. She is an encourager. She speaks and she calls out the goodness in Moana. And um, she realizes that the ocean actually has called her granddaughter. And um, she's on her deathbed in this next scene. And let's go ahead and watch this clip. I love that look on her face. She makes it across the reef. She's like, oh my gosh, I did it. Because you know what? She doesn't know how to sail. She has no clue how to sail, and yet the timing of when she shoots out from that placement, she gets across, and timing is everything. Timing is everything. I love this scripture. Habakkuk 2.3 says, For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end, and it will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come, and it will not delay. What is it that you're waiting for? If it hasn't happened yet, it is going to come. Trust God. Stand on his word. There is a right time for every, any, everything, and it's for your good. It's for your good. Ecclesiastes 3.1. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Trust that you're going to know when the time is right. God cares about the detail of timing, of timing. Because it's not about us, which we'll learn later on, that you're jumping too quick, 
may hinder yourself as well as those around you. So let's watch this next clip of um, the ocean and um, Moana and it rescuing her every second as she's on the journey. The third point, even though it might say four, is that God um, calls us to know his role. We see in this clip how the ocean consistently rescues Moana and brings her right back, where, right back where she needs to be on the boat. There's such a significance that the ocean has. From the beginning, just like God is in your life, he walks through that whole entire journey with you. She, like the ocean, this ocean guided her along the way because, again, she didn't know how to sail. When she fell out of the boat, the ocean plopped her back in. When she got lost, she actually started speaking to the ocean and saying, help me! help me. When she wanted to give up, she told the ocean, literally, you didn't choose me. You, call, you picked the wrong person. And then she expect the ocean to help her along the way. She knew that that ocean called her. And just like the ocean did in this scene, God guides you along the way. He guides you along the way. Look at how big Maui is. And she is this little, little girl. She's not a demigod. She is nobody. And she says, this is who I am. And this is what I'm going to do. And then if that water is God, he'll plop and do whatever he needs to do to get you right where you need to go. So whatever looks bigger than you this morning, I want to tell you, know that God is in your corner and that he is going to plop you back in. What is that relationship like with the Holy Spirit? Because you and I have that opportunity. When we invite God in, that is what the Holy Spirit does in, in us. Do you talk to the Holy Spirit? Do you know you can talk to the Holy Spirit? You can say, help me. I, don't, I can't do this, Holy Spirit. Help me. And he answers. Do you expect that the Holy Spirit is going to be there to guide you? He doesn't call us to something and then leave us there. Some of you need to realize that and know that this morning. He's not going to leave you in it. Knowing the role that God has in the Holy Spirit combats that temptation to say, God, I got this. I can do this without you. I don't need you. Look at what I've done for myself. But also that victim mentality, because I don't know about you, I can get there sometimes, right? Oh, woe is me, woe is me. And God's like, no, hey, I've called you to this. You can do this. Do you know your role? Do you know your role? Do you know that, are you letting God guide you? What's he telling you to let go of? What do you keep clinging to that's like, oh, that's who I was, but who do I need to be now in this season? Maybe you've stopped going forward. Maybe you're not sure, where, where do I go from here? Just start. He'll guide you along the path. He'll guide you along the path. Isaiah 30, 21 says this. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. These Israelites were disobeying God. They were not listening he was just giving them mercy and grace and kindness. And you know what he said? I'm going to show you the way still. I promise you I'm going to show you the way to go. That's the kind of God that we serve. We know that the journey isn't easy, and I'm not trying to say that. I can sit with you and understand and have empathy towards that. But it's what we do with those setbacks that really, really matters. And in this next scene, we're going to see Moana at a low point. Because how many of us know there are low points in life and along the journey? 
And Moana's telling the ocean, like, you did not choose me. And the ocean says, okay, no worries. Takes the heart back. And then we see this next moment um, that's really, really significant. And the call isn't out there at all. It's inside me. It's like the tide always falling and rising. I'll carry you here in my heart, and you'll remind me that come what may, I know the way. I am Moana. You know, she stuck to the task. She didn't give give up. She reminded herself who she was, and she had a chick on her side. How many chicks have some chicks on their side who spoke life into her and reminded her and that don't come back from the dead? So, again, we don't believe that. But she had somebody that reminded her of who she was, and you know who that is in your life? It is Jesus Christ. It is Jesus Christ, because our song is different. Because this last point is that God calls us to look inward and upward, and that also should say outward. That's the song that we sing. It says, though the call's inside, it's like the tide always falling and rising. We carry the kingdom of God here in our hearts, and he'll remind me that come what may, he knows the way. He is God. He's God. He calls us to look inward and upward and outward. Because though we can have this call, and it can be awesome, and it's so cool, it's not about us. This is not about us. This is not about the platform. This is not about us. It is about the gospel. It's about Jesus. And so I just have this really quick last, last clip, and then we're going to close. So if that scene, that's Jesus. Do you see how he walked towards her? And he said those words that he, do you know who you are? This does not define you. And I love that that's who God is. And I love that Moana, she struggled with her identity. She didn't know what it was. And, that, and then on this, this place of this island that lost its heart, forgot who, who she was as well. That island turned into a demon and she spoke to it and had compassion and empathy. And her biggest thing that she struggled with was what was used to restore an identity that saved the island and saved the people of the island. I love that God uses our greatest weakness, our greatest challenge to be a part of the calling and purpose in order that you and I help others. And you know, Jesus is our greatest example because God called him. He called him. Jesus learned to listen to that Holy Spirit. He built a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He spoke the word of God. He waited for the right time. But in the meantime, when the time wasn't ready for him to go to the cross, he did miracles. He served people. He loved people. He taught them what love was. He relied on God when he wanted to quit. (laughs) But he didn't. He looked inward and he looked up, out, upward, and he looked outward, and he did it for us, for our benefit, and for the fulfillment of the gospel. So what's your challenge? Because God goes with you. He goes with you, and he's called you all. He's called you all. And I'm not just like teary just because it's like any old fluff, because it's true. And if you know that, man, people need you people need you. They need to know that this exists for them too. So let's pray and wrap. And Luke's going to come. Lord, thank you. No matter where these people are at, God, whether they're at the call, maybe they're just at the wait. Lord, maybe they need to be reminded what you've said. God, maybe they need to put their faith into action. 
and know who you are and what you've called them to that you're not gonna leave them, God. Whether that's in their parenting, Lord, whether that's in their marriage, God, whether that's in their job, Lord, you use all of it for your good, for your gospel. Help people this morning to know that you go before them and that you plop them where they need to go. Someone needs to know that you are in the right place. You're in the right place. Thank you by the power of your Holy Spirit that people are leaving encouraged today and lighter today. Help us to let go and go forward into what you've called us to do. Thank you for your love above all things. We receive it this morning. We receive your grace and your kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring your faith or a follower of Jesus, there's a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued, and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to thechapelcollective.com.au. And thanks again for listening. 